Hey sister, you are joining me today for episode number 44 and I am so happy to be here with you. I want to say hello to our BFFs in Singapore. Hello ladies, I'm happy to have you and I was a little blown away to see that you are the second largest audience on one of our platforms. So welcome. I'm happy to have you. Today is a great day. Every day that we are alive is a great day. Can I get an amen? We are going to talk about strategies for Christmas shopping this year. We're going to talk about a few gift ideas for ladies. I have an easy, easy pumpkin recipe for you today. And I also have the sweetest letter for children. I can't wait to share this with you. It is the sweetest, sweetest message. So we are going to go ahead and get started. I'm your BFF Heather, and I'm also lucky enough to be the host of this show. I'm a perfectly imperfect wife, mom to four, ages ranging from 10 to 24. And in this space, you will hear honest conversation and learn to pivot in life to do all that God is calling you to do. We're in this together, and we are not afraid to do scary things. newsflash for you. Christmas isn't stranded on ships in either ocean. God delivered Christmas 2000 years ago. Jesus Christ is your Christmas. No, I did not make this up. I'm not that crafty. My mother sent this to me. I thought I would share this with you because it is so true. I think that we have gotten so wrapped up in the perfect wreath for the front door the latest Christmas tree that's flocked. Is your Christmas tree fresh? Is your Christmas tree fake? It's just, it's gone. It's, I think God just went, look, we're about to get back to the basics. All this furry, furry stuff that y'all want. I'm going to sit it out in the ocean and y'all can figure this out. Let's see who can figure it out. So I, I think that Christmas is going to be different this year. The holidays are going to be different. And knowing that you can't get your hands on everything, maybe that will take some pressure off of some people. I sure hope so, because the holidays are such a fun, special time. But I I understand that for some, it can be very stressful. So I hope that we will, I know that we will all adjust And if we can't find that singing Elmo that shakes, rattles, and rolls into a microphone this year, we will all live. We will be fine. We will be just fine. Now, I will say this, a strategy for Christmas shopping. If there is something special that you do want for someone in your life, you probably should go ahead and order it today. (laughs) That is what they are saying on every news channel order today. So this, this is my Christmas strategy for shopping in 2021. Start today. I have started a couple of weeks ago. I went ahead and got busy with this. I'm so glad that I did. I am almost finished. I have maybe two more gifts to take care of and it is 
I cannot tell you what a relief this is because last year I worked my tail end off. Who else worked themselves to death to prepare for Christmas? And I love the holidays and I was happy to do it, but it was a lot of work. And I feel like that these ships are forcing me to get more organized and go ahead and get it done. And I can really relax and enjoy the things that are important working up to Christmas, the things that I just really want to enjoy. So maybe it's a gift. Hopefully so. Okay. Number two. So number one is start today. Number two is set a budget. Please do not go into debt for Christmas. I know I hear stories. People do this all the time. They're paying. You hear about people paying off Christmas until March or waiting on their tax return to pay off Christmas. Don't do that. There's no gift that is that important that you need to go into debt for. So set your budget, figure out what you can afford and only spend that amount. I know years ago they had layaway plans. I don't know if stores still offer this. I don't know if it, it may be an option now. You may be able to go and do a layaway plan at Walmart or Target. I feel like I have seen that somewhere, but that might be a good thing to do if you have a really expensive item that you have not prepared for. Now, this is a good time too to start making a plan for next Christmas because we are November. And the reason I say this is my Mima, and I've talked about her. I need to read her list. I've had people that have requested that I read this list that I posted on social media at least a year ago about just words of wisdom from her. And I, I do need to pull that out because you would might enjoy that too. But she, when I was growing up, had a Christmas, she was a member of a Christmas club at her bank. So what she would do is she would have them withdraw money every month from her account and put it into a special Christmas fund. And in November, they would transfer that money back into her account. Now, some of you are saying, oh, well, you're not going to get interest on this money and blah, blah, blah. True. But I always, I started doing this a few years ago and it reminds me of her, which makes me so happy. And I always love when they dump the money in my account because I know that it is specifically for Christmas. So that's just a thought, an idea, a little wisdom from me, mom, set up your Christmas club. And when I did that, the lady at the bank, when I asked her if they had a Christmas club option, she kind of looked at me funny. I don't think that they're accustomed to hearing this request very often anymore. And I know part of it is people just pull out a credit card, but I like the idea of having my own money set aside from the rest of the family's money so that not everyone knows about their gifts. I know my husband is your husband. Will he look at your different accounts? Because mine sure will. And so that is one way that I can buy for him. And he does not know in advance what I have purchased for him. So it works out very nice. Okay. Make a list. So you're going to only, only spend money, make your budget, only spend money that you have. Don't use credits and make a list because if you don't, I mean, have you done this before? Because I have done that. I did this several years in a row where I would 
order something months in advance and hide it and then find it after Christmas for one of the kids. <laughs> Tell me I'm not the only one. I've done that quite a few times. And I know my mother has too, because I remember when I was about seven, finding the Donnie and Marie Osmond dolls, Barbie dolls in a closet that she had hidden and she forgot all about them. And Christmas came and went. And I was, of course, thrilled when I opened it and found it. But anyway, give yourself a deadline and get everything purchased before that deadline. So this year, like we said, this is a good year to give yourself a deadline, especially if there are things that you are set on purchasing. Wrap gifts as they arrive or are bought. Go ahead and wrap them. If they won't wrap them for you at the store, wrap them. When the big brown truck pulls away, take it directly to wherever your wrapping paper is, get it wrapped. And I will put the children's gifts in a black garbage bag and just stick them in a coat closet. And they do not ever think to look in a black garbage bag. I don't know why, but they don't. When buying for children and grandchildren, here, here's another word of wisdom that someone passed on to me. Don't buy everything that you wish you could have had growing up. Teach them everything you wish you would have known growing up. You may be thinking, my kid already knows everything. Well, some kids think they do, but just go ahead and teach them anyway. I'm 50 years old. My mother is still teaching me. So that's a good thing to remember because, I mean, I think we all do that. We see things and we go, oh, I wanted that and never got it. I've heard so many people say, I always wanted a horse for Christmas. My parents never got it for me. I bought one of the kids something for Christmas one year. And I can remember him saying, why did Santa bring that to me? I didn't ask for that. I didn't even want that. And I realized later, it's just, it was something that I wanted. I found this book. Y'all, I have been looking for this book for a couple of years now. I gave away more books than you can imagine when we moved a few years ago. I really think that I had an addiction to books. I probably needed to go through a 12-step program because I had so many books. But now this is what I'm finding out. There are stories and passages in books that... I miss, I wish I still had these books. So I have rebought some books and there was this one passage that I have thought about, you know, how you'll read something and you think about it and think about it for a long time after. And this is a letter to that Paul Harvey wrote to his grandchildren. And I read this when our two, when our oldest was young. We were in a bookstore in Chattanooga, Tennessee on a little long weekend vacation. And we were in all books downtown. It's a used bookstore. And I just loaded up. I don't know how many boxes of books that I bought, but I bought this book and have just mourned not being able to remember the title. But last week I remembered and ordered this book and I'm going to share this with you before you get started shopping. 
for children and grandchildren, because this may make you rethink some things. Let me get a sip of my tea first. Okay. We tried so hard to, oh, excuse me. The title is these things I wish for you. We tried so hard to make things better for our kids that we made them worse. For my grandchildren, I'd know better. I'd really like for them to know about hand-me-down clothes and homemade ice cream and leftover meatloaf. I really would. My cherished grandson, I hope you learn humility by being humiliated and that you learn honesty by being cheated. I hope you learn to make your bed and mow the lawn and wash the car. And I hope nobody gives you a brand new car when you are 16. And I hope you have a job by then. It will be good if at least one time you can see a baby calf born and see your old dog put to sleep. I hope you get a black eye fighting for something you believe in. I hope you have to share a bedroom with your younger brother. And it is all right to draw a line down the middle of the room. But when he wants to crawl under the covers with you because he's scared, I hope you'll let him. And when you want to see a Disney movie and your kid brother wants to tag along, I hope you take him. I hope you have to walk uphill with your friends and that you live in a town where you can do it safely. In rainy days, when you have to hitch a ride, I hope your driver doesn't have to drop you two blocks away so you won't be seen riding with somebody as uncool as your mom. If you want a slingshot, I hope your father teaches you how to make one instead of buy one. I hope you learn to dig in the dirt and read books. And when you learn to use those newfangled computers, you also learn how to add and subtract in your head. I hope you get razzed by your friends when you have your first crush on a girl. And that when you talk back to your mother, I hope you learn what ivory soap tastes like. May, your, may you skin your knee climbing a mountain, burn your hand on the stove, and stick your tongue on a frozen flagpole. I hope you get sick when some stupid old person blows cigar smoke in your face. I don't care if you try beer once, but I hope you won't like it. And if a friend offers you a joint or any dope, I hope you are smart enough to realize he is not your friend. I sure hope you make time to sit on a porch with your grandpa or go fishing with your uncle. May you feel sorrow at a funeral and the joy of holidays. I hope your mother punishes you when you throw a baseball through a neighbor's window and that she hugs you and kisses you at Christmas time when you give her a plaster of Paris mold of your hand. These things I wish for you, tough times and disappointment, hard work and happiness. So if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, then you remember Paul Harvey. I can remember riding in the car and his radio show playing. And at the end, he would always tell a story. And at the end, he would say, I wish I could say it just like him. He would say, and this is the rest of the story. Do you remember that? If you're, I know we have a really young audience as well. So you may not remember that, but y'all look up Paul Harvey. There's some things on YouTube where he reads, you can hear his voice. His voice is magnificent. He played such a role in our history. He just, he was amazing. So I just wanted to read that to you when you are planning Christmas for children. It's just a good reminder of what's important and not to go so overboard. Have y'all been in people's homes to where there were so many gifts everywhere? The kids they didn't even know what they had. So it's just a good, good reminder. Okay. Some gifts, I, gift ideas. 
these are just a few ideas. I'm going to add a few every week from now until the hot Christmas holiday. But the first thing that I want to share with you, this is another, oh, let me tell you this, the, the book that this, and all of this is linked in the show notes on the blog. You can go to lifecoachbff.com, click on blog show notes, episode number 44, and you can find any of the links or any of the products that I talk about today. So the story book that that came out of is called more stories for the heart. And it's over 100 stories to warm your heart compiled by Alice Gray. So this is just a great book. There's, I mean, it's full of great old stories that I just think anyone from any age will appreciate. Okay. The first gift idea is another book. And this book I read (laughs) probably every other Christmas. I don't read it every Christmas, but I read it every other Christmas. It's a beautiful book just to put out on a coffee table or an end table. It looks pretty. And I have given this book to several friends as Christmas gifts. It is Redbird Christmas by Fanny Flagg. And this book is the sweetest, most heartwarming book. The book takes place deep in the southernmost part of Alabama, along the banks of a lazy, winding river in a sleepy little community known as Lost River. It's a place that time itself seems to have forgotten. After a startling diagnosis from his doctor, Oswald T. Campbell leaves behind the cold and damp of the oncoming Chicago winter to spend what he believes will be his last Christmas in the warm and welcoming town of Lost River. There he meets the postman who delivers mail by boat, the store owner who nurses a broken heart, the ladies of the mystic order of the Royal Polka Dots Secret Society who do clandestine good works, and he meets a little red bird named Jack who is at the center of this tale of a magical Christmas when something so amazing happened that those who witnessed it have never forgotten it. Once you experience the wonder, you too will never forget a red bird Christmas. So this book would be a great gift. I think, I mean, even a teenage girl wouldn't appreciate it. I think it's more geared towards females. I can't really see my husband sitting and reading this book, but I mean, I've given it to women of all ages and I have linked that in the blog notes. So that might be a great idea if you know of someone who loves to read or buy it for yourself. It will get you in the Christmas spirit, I promise. It's just a relaxing, it's a great book to read at night when you're trying to unwind and get ready for bed, especially after you've been cooking for the holidays. It will really help you relax. Okay, the second item I want to tell you about is from the Vermont Country Store, and it's a cow neck pullover. And this, when you see the picture, go look on the blog because this looks like just deliciousness wrapped up. I mean, it is, it looks like a long gown slash 
house dress. It's something that you could walk outside to get the mail in. I mean, you could probably put a belt on it and wear it to the store. No joke. Put a belt and some boots and wear it out. But it looks so comfortable. It is soft. It's it's just yummy. So that would be a great gift for someone in your life. And it is linked. And another, <laughs> I love these, what I'm about to tell you about. This is more of a hostess gift or just a little, I'm not going to say Christmas happy because not everybody knows what a, a happy is. We, I think we've talked about this on the show before. This a happy is just like a small gift for someone, but these are cocktail napkins and they're funny napkins with funny little messages on them. Trying to find right now the one that I posted that was so cute and I cannot find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. This, this one has this lady and she has on this cute fun hat and she's holding a glass of red wine. And she says, I went for a run today. It was a wine run. So these are just really W-I-N-E run. She's holding a glass of wine. So these are just really cute, fun cocktail napkins that would make great gifts. They do have some for men too. I know I've seen some for men. Okay, so those are three things. I'm going to, I've got a few more things that I want to tell you about too, but we'll wait until our next time to get together and do that. Okay, easy pumpkin muffin recipe. Who loves an easy recipe? I know a lot of you do because you have let me know that you are loving the easy recipes. And so here is another one for you. You can freeze these muffins, they freeze so well. I'm going to give you a second to grab a pen and a piece of paper if you want to do that. If you are driving, this is on our show notes on lifecoachbff.com in the blog, episode 44. You are going to need five items. You need one 15 ounce can of pumpkin puree one 18.25 ounce package of yellow cake mix, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, one half teaspoon of ground nutmeg, and a fourth a teaspoon of cloves, ground cloves. Go ahead and preheat your oven to 350. So you'll preheat your oven to 350. You're going to grease 12 muffin pan cups and mix all your ingredients together until they're smooth. Then spoon equal amounts into your muffin cups. This is so simple. Then bake 20 to 25 minutes until your toothpick inserted in the middle comes out clean. And that's it. That is it. Now, I have a warning for you on these muffins. You may want to go ahead and double your recipe because your family or whoever you're taking these to, they will want more. I promise you that they are going to want more because one pumpkin will not do it. And these are great for snacking, for breakfast. I mean, they're just, you know, they're good because when you find them in different places in your home, 
Like I found one the other day that was up on top of the washing machine <laughs> that someone had grabbed and why they were in the laundry room, I'll never know. But when they're sneaking off with pumpkin muffins out of the kitchen, then you know they're good. And those are delicious. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. One more thing I want to talk about before we go. And we have a a great interview set up for next week. So y'all are really going to enjoy that. This lady is something special. But I want to talk about apologizing all the time. Are you guilty of this? Do you say I'm sorry about everything? Do you say I'm sorry so often that it doesn't really mean anything? Because you say it about everything. If you do, and I mean, I say I'm sorry about things that are silly. I'll be the first one to admit. And I am working on this. I found this. I don't know who wrote this. But I mean, I just thought it was so good. And I used one of these lines the other day. I'm going to tell you which one I used. But this is how you can stop apologizing and start thanking people. For instance, instead of saying, I'm sorry, I'm always late, you can say, thank you for waiting for me. I'm sorry for being so sensitive. You can say, thank you for being accepting of me. I love that. I'm sorry I always mess up. Thank you for being patient when I make a mistake. I'm sorry that you have to help me so much. Thank you for doing me a favor. Love that. I'm sorry for talking so much. Maybe I need to start saying whatever this is. Let's flip over. Oh, here we go. This is what I want to say to you anyway. Thank you for listening to me. Yes, thank you. I'm so grateful for you. If you have not subscribed to this podcast and you do not want to miss an episode, please go now as we wrap up and subscribe to the podcast. And if you would leave a review, I would be so, so very grateful. One last thing. Did I have already said one last thing one time? I think I have. Well, we got one more thing. All right, CBD. CBD are cannabinoids that interact with receptors And they play a crucial role in regulating sleep, inflammation, mood, and overall homeostasis, which is a body's state of balance. CBD is a natural ingredient found within industrial hemp flowers. It is clinically proven to impact mental and physical well-being when taken properly and consistently is a powerful health agent. I talked about this last episode. I want to tell you again, this episode that I have been taking this for joint pain and it is helping so, so much. It also will help you sleep better. I mean, there's so many benefits from taking CBD. It is legal. There is no discernible impairment or high. It is only beneficial, but before you begin any new product, you need to speak with your physician first. I have a referral code for you. You're going to get $20 off. Yay. So the company is Equilibria. You're going to go to myeq.com and the promo code is all capital letters, 
R-E-F-H-E-A-T-H-E-R.L-C-B-F-F. If you try it out, let me know. I would love to know what you think about it. That link as well as the promo code will be in our show notes. I love you. I love you every day. I'm so happy that you joined me today. And I cannot wait to meet up with you again next week. Hi, BFFs. Our families would like to thank all of our sponsors as well as you, our friends, for supporting this podcast. We are grateful for Petty Dental of Bartlett for funding this episode. Mm -hmm.